Hello and welcome to According to John. Today, uh, today we're going to have a discussion and not so much answer a question, but maybe answer a hundred questions. Yeah, maybe ask a few questions too. We're in uh, unprecedented days in American history. We are in unprecedented days for me. I've been almost a 50-year church guy. I love the church of Jesus. And yet I have pastor friends that are kind of... Uh, not landing where I'm landing as we watch what's going on. Right. And uh, they lovingly are kind of almost like warning me. And I appreciate those guys with all of my heart. Then I have other pastors who are kind of, uh, kind of, you know, asking me for counsel and information. And uh, boy, I can, I can, with all of my heart say, I don't have it all figured out. Right. But I'm excited because when you begin, Jesus said, when you begin to see all these things come to pass, look up, your redemption draws nigh. That I'm confident in. Right. This, because uh, I'm in the same boat you are. <laughs> I got. Yes, we all are. I got. I got pastor friends who think I've lost my mind, and then I have other pastor friends uh, like you who actually have lost their mind, but you love me. <laughs> so what we're gonna do is we're gonna look at this, and uh, we're just gonna talk through it today so much going on. Uh, I didn't, I didn't post a podcast today. Today is the, uh, uh Tuesday, uh, January 12th, uh, 2021. And normally when, by the time you wake up, uh, a podcast is up. I didn't want to do it because Duke and I didn't have a chance to do a podcast on this and until today. And so I thought, you know what, here's what I'm going to do. We're going to sit down. We're just going to do it real time, man, and and talk through this. And then I'll just, I'm going to put this, this one's going to go live today, uh, January tw- uh, 12th, 2021. It'll be up live. And uh, see if we can't work through this. Because the truth is, uh, I have pastor friends and, and uh, Christians that think I'm crazy. And I got family that they'll tell me, John, you, you, you're an intelligent man. You're a leader uh, in the community. Uh, why are you talking like this? Mm-hmm. But, but they don't know the Lord either. So, so like, there's a whole flip side of stuff. And uh, brother, let's, let's go to the Lord in prayer and then we will start into it. Okay. Amen. Dear heavenly father, Lord, we come before you father. I pray right now that you would give Duke and I words to speak father that bring clarity, not clarity in what's happening next or, uh, uh, you know, what we can expect in the future as far as prophetic or what's going to unfold. But Father, clarity in where he and I stand, Father, clarity on where you stand and just bring hopefully some unity together. Father, to remind those who think that we're off our rocker, that we just have a goal. And the goal is to inform people just as we have with the gospel to inform people on what we have seen going on in the world or what we've witnessed. Father, we're not declaring truths outside of your word. Amen. We are just declaring we are in search of like everyone else. Father, I pray that you'd be with our tongues. Father, that you'd be with our minds and that you'd be with all of our ears and especially our hearts, Father, as we work through this. In Jesus' name, amen. Johnny, there's a uh, couple verses that really are capturing me right now. It's in, from Ephesians. I can quote it. Can't always remember the text, but it says, "Endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit." Yes. Another endeavor that we're you and I are sharing our hearts together to get together today with with people who are seeking God as well. Um, 
uh, endeavoring to understand our times uh, and, and as the men of Issachar understood their times and knew what to do. So the, the part of the unity that we do know is this, um, Jesus is coming. Yep. Our victory is in Jesus, not in a political figure, Amen. not in a political movement. Right. We're not fighting for victory. We're fighting from, from victory. We have a risen Savior. We Amen. have an empty tomb. He's coming back. He said when we begin to see all these things, and right. we are seeing them. Yeah. We're endeavoring today. How does that fit together? Right. We and then, and then, what should we do with all this? That's that's the. That's I think the, we should focus the, on that for a moment. Yeah, because start right there. I tell people, listen, Jesus is our Savior. It, he is those who believe. He's their savior. Those who don't believe he's the savior. I mean, it it goes from personal to can be personal. Um, Donald Trump, the president of the United States, love him or hate him is really immaterial. The the bottom line is he is the president and he is the president until the 20th. Yeah. No matter what happens, he's the president until the 20th. So now as we look at this and you know, you said when all these things happen and we go back in Matthew chapter 24, starting in, in the first half of the, of the chapter, Uh, Jesus starts laying out what it's going to look like. We get to 32 and he says, now learn this parable from the fig tree. When his branch has already become tender and uh, puts forth leaves, you know that summer is near. So you also, when you see all these things, know that it is near at the doors. And so we're just looking. I think we need to go take begin with what we know. And then we begin to s- sort through information mm-hmm. that we're, we're receiving at an alarming rate. And I, do, I can't even keep up with it. We don't. I, I get I get 100 yeah. notifications a day from friends sending me stuff. What do you think about this? Yeah. Uh, and, and I appreciate that. I, I love all love of it. Them. Thank yeah. you. We if you're you. one of them that sends me or Pastor Duke info, thank you for that. And, and we're trying to process all of it. But here's what we do know. Because God has told us this. And as we, we go from what we do know to what we are trying to figure out, swimming in a pool of information and, unfortunately, misinformation. Yeah. But the fact that there is all of this misinformation is a fulfillment of biblical prophecy. Right. <laughs> because it's said in the last days, uh, evil men and seducers are going to wa- wax worse and worse, deceiving and being, being deceived. deceived. And so here we are with all this information, misinformation, which is a confirmation of what our Lord told us. And I'm endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit Amen. as preacher friends uh, are with me trying to figure this out. They may have information that I don't. Uh, I may have information that they don't. We're all swimming in this sea of unsurety. Is that a word? Unsurety? It it is today. Uh, We make up our words as we go. (laughs) We have a tendency. We do have a tendency to do do. that. Well, you more than me, brother. I'm just, just, yeah, you have a tendency to throw something out and make up words. And everybody's head kind of goes, what? But they're understandable. (laughs) You can't find them in the dictionary, but you can find them in the dictionary. Yeah, they're, they're. So I love it. The dictionary. Uh, a little moment of levity in a time when we, we need it. Oh my god! But um, endeavoring to keep the the, the spirit. Uh, I've, I'm still I, working with dictionary, oh, man. I oh. love it. Go ahead. All right. 
Oh, boy. So I'm endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit. We do know that the most uh, challenging times are here for our nation since probably the Civil War because we sort of, it seems, are in a sense of Civil War uh, media-wise, politically, uh, things are being shut down. Things are being censored. Uh, so th- that, uh, all right, that should be a massive red flag for anyone, whether you are Republican, Democrat, or you independent, or or whatever other group is out there now. A massive red flag that they have shut. Yeah. The president of the United States off yeah. the the world, the most powerful position in the world they have muted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That should be alarming. It is a battle that is on and it is in our face and we're all swimming in a sea of uncertainty. I want to stop for a moment and say, what do we know for sure? Well, we have a, a savior that came who departed and said, I'm coming again. He said, when I come, it will be Colossians 1, 4 to deliver us from this present evil world. Right. So victory is ours through Jesus. Amen. And we have that in unity. We don't know the time of his coming. He left that open, but he gave us many of these signs. We also know for sure from the book of revelation that at the time of the end, nationalism will have fallen to globalism and that is in our face well that's the biggest push today and, and that's honestly the biggest push against trump is because he's fighting for nationalism and they're fighting for globalism and so we have a clash of two worlds yeah that and absolutely that's i think is that's the bottom line it's a clash of of, of two worlds and I believe it's a clash of spiritual titans. Yes. I believe it's a clash between God and Satan, between good and evil. And I think there's good people that are probably fighting a little bit on both sides. They they want what's best. They mean what's best. And everybody who's put their faith and trust in Jesus is going to go home and we'll get on the other side and God will explain everything that we're trying to figure out now. Right. So <laughs> Well, that or we'll just have perfect vision uh, in the spirit and we'll be able yeah. to see it. Um, well, well, let me ask you this. <clears throat> Because, I, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm exhausted. You know, we, we started out, and even on my Facebook page, which I'm finding out they are, as we speak, deleting uh, things off of my Facebook page that, uh, that I'm, uh, I was not aware of. I got a text and said, hey, uh, uh, some of your posts are gone. Where is it at? And I went, I, I don't know. I haven't been on it today because uh, I'm tired. I'm, I'm tired of... Yeah of trying to figure it out. I've never posted on there uh, uh, who's doing what, when, where, why, with dates. I just, hey, guys, we are in a battle, and things are moving. Be prepared. And, and I'm, st- I'm convinced of that. Yeah, me too. This morning, my, uh, my wife and I had breakfast together. She just came to me and said, I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to listen to any more anything. It's exhausting. Uh, she said, I just going to go play with the grandkids today, Amen. tune everything out and trust God with all my heart. That's good counsel. Uh, Proverbs three, five and six, trust in the Lord with all your heart, right. lean not to thine own understanding. I'm struggling with that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, uh, it, it, we have Matthew twenty four thirty six. I brought up, uh, and, and this is why, <laughs> this is why we need to relax just to be honest with you. Like we need to just take a deep breath and go, 
Okay, God, thank you for the reminder. You got this. Yeah, and and verse 36, Matthew 24, 36 says, but of that day and hour, what day, what hour, when you see all the things happening and, there, and, and, and he says, listen, the time's close, what things, go back to the beginning of chapter 24, Matthew 24, and it talks about all those things. And then in 36, he says, but of that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, but my father only. And I, I want to, I actually want to talk about this passage just for a second. And it doesn't have anything to do with, uh, with what's going on today. But the reason that Jesus says here, because I, I love scripture, so I have to. I picked that up about you. <laughs> I love scripture. So when we see this, when Jesus says, but of that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, but my father only. And other uh, uh passages it says that Jesus doesn't even know but the father only one of the things I love about this is Jesus is and, and they never questioned him when he said this it's because it goes back to a Jewish uh, custom where the groom would uh, uh, the bride and the groom they would uh, get engaged if you will and then the groom would go home and to his father's house and add a, a room on to his father's mm-hmm. house and uh, and when it was done, then uh, the the groom would go get his bride, and so Jesus says that he's the groom and the church is the bride, and he says here, listen, I'm going to go to my father's house and prepare a place for you, and when I'm done, I will come and receive you. Well, the reason he doesn't know the time is wasn't because he he gave up his attributes or his knowledge or anything like that. What he's doing is he's showing the distinction between the father and the son. And even in heaven, there are uh, uh, manners and customs, and, and it is what it is. And, and it shows the father's, uh, um, you know, the father is one and the son is one. It shows their individuality. And, uh, and it also shows that, uh, that what you practice on earth, God set it up. And he doesn't even violate that himself mm-hmm. by saying, Jesus says, when I'm done, I'm going to come and get you. And the only reason that I don't know when I'm going to come and get you, but that the father only knows when he, uh, when the time is, is because the groom never went to get the bride until the father told him that the addition was done. It's time. It's time. And the groom trusted, uh, in, in the father and, and submitted to perfect. him. And they knew it was just about ready. Yeah. You could see it. They could see that, Hey, this thing's almost complete. Oh, and the coming. bride, she knows, she knows he's coming. She doesn't know exactly when, but she's got to be ready. And I think that's where yeah. we are right now. Well, I just got comforted. I just had an aha moment. Here. That's it's what like, I'm saying. That's where God is not sitting and having looked done. Hey, Johnny Duke felt, figure this out and tell the world. He's just saying, Hey, I got I'm, it. I got it. I'm big. I'm good. Yep. I told yep. you not to be shocked by this. And here we are trying to figure everything out. And I don't think that dishonors God. Nope. Well, well, if you look at Jesus, listen, he didn't tell Jesus to try to figure out the day that he was coming back. He simply told Jesus, do what I've asked you to do. Do your part, and I'm going to do my part, yeah. and it's all going to come out the way it's supposed to. Yeah. And I think here, and, and we're going to talk about some of the things going on, but, but I think here... Uh, God is just like Jesus says, look, I don't know the time or the day because you know what? My job is to add on to my father's house, a place for you to stay. It's his job to tell me when it's finished for me to come and get you. So he's going to do his job and and the father's going to do his job and it's going to get done for us. What is our job? Our job is to pay attention to the time 
uh, just as when when its branch has uh, uh, the fig tree, when its branch already become tender and puts forth leaves, you know that summer is near. So you also, when you see all these things, know that it's near. Our job is to stay alert to the things that is going on in the world, to stay alert to what God has said, so that we can see the storm coming. The Bible says you can look up in the sky and see when it's going to storm. And likewise, you can look around and see when the things are going to happen that the end is coming. You know, John, this part of it really pulls us as believers together. Yeah. And then we start trying to figure out the details. Well, I heard this and you heard that. And, and then you get totally convinced that this is truth and you act upon it. And then you find out Maybe it wasn't true. Then you go, like, oh, boy, was I an idiot. I bought into something that, and boy, I tell you, with all of my heart, I'm trying not to do that. I, I want to be an alarmist on this front. Jesus is coming. Be ready. I'll be an alarmist on that. Then as I'm trying to fit together, you know, uh, all this news that's coming at us, impeachment, uh, uh, 25th Amendment. Uh, yeah. And, uh, and, uh, shutting shutting down anybody that is conservative or has a voice opposite of anyone else in the uh, MSM. And, just, and what I know is there crazy. is a battle going on. I also know who wins. Well, and, and it's a good and evil battle. It's not even a right and left. It's good and evil that That's is how fighting. I see it. That's how I see it. It's a spiritual warfare. You know what? The, when you look through the scriptures, there are two types of families all through the scriptures. It never changes. Uh, there's, I mean, you have, you have one family, which is God's family, and then you have another family, which is Satan's family, because there are only two fathers in the scriptures. It says that, that we will either pay attention to our father who is in heaven, We'll and we will listen work, to him. Or we'll do the works of our father on earth. We'll do the works of our father yeah. on earth, who is Satan. Yeah. Now, there are many, uh, um, you know, families in between, but it's just kind of like extended families with different names on earth. Well, that was but in, they serve the same God, either the God of the earth or the God of heaven. Yeah, we saw that with Abraham and, and his illegitimate son, uh, Ishmael, who was a son of, of the flesh. And then the, uh, the son of the spirit, Isaac, this battle between the flesh and the spirit between good and evil. Um, so it's all through scripture. But now I believe with all of my heart, we are at the time of the end, not the end of the world. Yeah, not, well, the end and, of and the age. So, so one of the things that I had a discussion with someone the other day and they're like, it's the end of the world. And I go, no, hold on. Stop. You know, 2021, uh, it's the end of the world. They had it, they had it. Uh, uh, backwards. They didn't understand. Uh, it wasn't 2012. It's 2021. They, someone reversed the numbers. That's what I was told. And it's like, no, hold on a minute, because let's just look at what we absolutely know. We know that the rapture or the beginning of the tribulation is really the beginning of the calendar where we can start counting down pretty fairly uh, uh, accurately. So that when the rapture happens, there's a seven-year period of uh, two things going on in heaven, which is the judgment seat of Christ, the marriage supper of the Lamb. On earth, there's three and a half years of amazing, you think you're, you're going to think you're in the Garden of Eden. And then three and a half years of you're going to think you're absolutely in hell. Yeah, it's called the seven-year tribulation. The first three and a half years are... 
kind of the setup. And I think that's might be what's happening now, kind of setting up. We're heading in. Yeah. And then then in the and that's when the I see it as the Antichrist comes to prominence. There'll be some world events that cause uh, a focus to come on one man that I think the Antichrist will be Satan incarnate in the flesh, human flesh, just like Jesus was God incarnate in in human flesh. Well, because Satan emulates God. So he seems to be the answer man. And then um, uh, he comes from prominence to the middle of the tribulation. He comes to power. And the Bible says at that point, uh, it calls it the great tribulation, the time of Jacob, Israel's trouble. The Antichrist seems to be the answer man. Israel seems to trust him, lean in on him for their defense, which regardless of what's happened this last couple months, I've always believed that uh, America, which has sort of defended Israel through the years, will kind of pull back from that commitment. Trump has leaned into it, but you know, Trump is not the issue. The issue is the Antichrist will be her protector, uh, Daniel 9.27, confirmed the covenant with the Jewish people for seven, seven years, one week, seven years. And so these are things that are set. So we, we right. know how it's going to be. Now what we're trying to do is interpret what we're seeing right now into this. And I do believe with all my heart, though I don't completely understand it, we are in the segue from where we were yes. to this. And uh, to my Christian pastor friends uh, who uh, were all trying to figure this out, man, I'll, I'll take a bullet for you. I don't have all Amen. truth, but um, I'm endeavoring for the unity of the spirit. I'm trying to place these things. But right now I feel in my heart, I'm just kind of laying low for the next uh, three or four or five, six days. Well, apparently Facebook is not going to give me a, ch- a choice, but yeah, I, I, I'm going to lay low. I'm just going to let it, let it be. I remember when Jesus was crucified and for three days, the disciples were in, in turmoil. They were turmoil. And he had given them promises, I'll arise, and they sort of forgot about that. They should have been having an Easter party, right. but they hadn't connected the dots yet. Right. I think that's kind of I'm where I'm at now. I, have, I, I want okay. to. I'm trying hard to connect the dots, and but God's not angry at me uh, be, and waiting. Okay, if Duke can connect the dots, then everything will be okay. No, no, no. He's yeah. he's sovereign. I'm resting in his sovereignty. I feel like the three days hiding out with the disciples waiting for the resurrection. They're really not ready for the resurrection. They're trying to make an escape right. from from, Israel, from Jerusalem, get back home, and the heat will be off. Maybe we won't die. I, I've never felt this way before, John. I, I've always felt pretty confident. Oh, I know what's happening. Jesus is coming, and I know he's coming back. But Perfect. I'm trying to figure it out, and I don't have all the dots connected. Yeah, I think I think the the it's that detective in us where we go, okay, we know this side and we know that side. Let's let's see if we can connect the dots. So I want to go back to the seven years. If the rapture happens today, let's just say today, or the moment you hear this, <laughs> um, the rapture happens. So, so let's say it happens today's January 12th, uh, 2021. It happens today. You have seven years from that day for the return of Christ on earth to Armageddon. There's this massive battle. All the kings of the world, they, they die. Jesus sets up the millennial kingdom, his thousand year reign on earth. So now we have seven years from the rapture. Then we have a thousand years from that seven years. So we're at a thousand seven years. If he comes today, if he comes today, January 12th, 2021, thousand 
seven years. Then we know that Satan is loosed for a short time. Let's just say the short time is 100 years. I'm just for sake of a number. Okay, let's say it's 10 years. And it might be 30 days. We do not know because God chose not to tell us. Right. So we have no clue how it's just a short time. So so let's, let's say short time on our time frame. I'm going 10 years. Easy math. So now we have seven-year tribulation, thousand-year millennial reign. Lord only knows what that short time is, not us. But I'm gonna I'm gonna tag it with a number of ten. And again, this is just for sake of simplicity. Simplicity. So now we're at a thousand seventeen years. Then we go into the Great White Throne Judgment. I don't know how long that's gonna last. So let's just say that that lasts, that that judgment lasts uh, 10 years to judge the whole world. Just for simplicity again, I don't, I don't know. I, I have no clue how long that would last. Do you have a clue how long that would last? It could be in a twink of an eye or it could be over a period of time. So simplicity, 10 years. <laughs> I'm, we're not required to figure things out that God did not explain to us. Exactly. So I'm just going, I'm just throwing a simple number out there for easy math. So now we are at a, if, if seven year reign or seven year tribulation, thousand year reign, 10 years, Satan's loosed on earth for a short period of time. We really don't know that time frame. So I'm just throwing a number out there, 10 years. And then the great white throne judgment, uh, uh, is going to say another 10 years. So uh, here's what we know for absolute fact. It's a thousand and seven years plus. Whatever those other things <laughs> Whatever are. Whatever those other things are. So those of you that are listening to this today, yeah, don't worry about it because you're going to be way dead way before the end of the earth. <laughs> I mean, that's what we know. We know of a thousand seven yeah. plus years. He has laid out the chronology of um, future events, eschatology, yeah. things that have not happened yet, but the Bible tells us they're going they're to going happen. They're going to happen. We have the rapture of the church, which kicks off the seven-year period of time at the beginning of the tribulation. The Antichrist is now prominent. He's the answer man. He explains away the rapture, I think, with a lie. People buy into his lie. I don't have to worry about anything at this point. I'm in heaven. You're in heaven. I'm the, I'm part of the bride of Christ. But Amen. those who have rejected him Stop. are left behind. When that trumpet sounds, baby, we get wings, yeah, <laughs> so baby. to speak. We are out what, of here. There, there, uh, people do not become angels, so I want to clarify. We don't actually get wings. Angels, angels are angels. People are people. I don't, I don't think it's, angels have wings either. Seraphims and cherubims. Seraphims do, but, and cherubims. But not angels. Well, so They're angels. Here's, here's what we're, I think what we're trying to say is, yeah. is we can lock in on what God has told us. Exactly. And that's where we get our comfort. We don't get our comfort from, oh, I got something that came across the underground news that the Pope has been arrested. (laughs) I've heard so so many things unfolding and my head is spinning. But at the feet of Jesus, I have perfect peace. Yeah, I... Uh, so, so here's an interesting thing, though, that I will say. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna segue into uh, a part that you and I talked about, but not talked about talking about. <laughs> Bring me in on this, Johnny. <laughs> you and I discussed it, but you and I did not discuss doing it as on the podcast. Okay, there you go. Is that all right? All right. It is so, what it is. We'll see. So I'm looking at things, and you know, 
because we can look at the scriptures and then we can look at what's going on. Jesus says that, you know, some of the things that are going on, the times, blah, blah, blah. I'm looking at President Donald Trump. And I honestly believe that we're going into war to fight the deep state. And that's why uh, it's the deep state against the good guys. And I believe at this point, Donald Trump is the good guy. Now, uh, Jonathan Kahn, in his paradigm, talks about Donald Trump lining up with Jehu. Mm -hmm. He also talks about Hillary lining up with uh, uh, Jezebel and then uh, Barack Obama. I can't remember who he lined up with, but he goes through this whole thing and talks about who's who. And what's Jonathan Kahn, for those of you that uh, don't know, is a, a Jewish uh, a rabbi christian rabbi he is absolutely brilliant when he I, speaks I, I listen i get dumbfounded when he speaks He's so brilliant yeah so and he doesn't claim anything prophetically as far as time frames of what's going to happen or not happen what he does is he looks at the characters in existence today and god has shown him that they're lining up with characters that existed in the Old Testament, and so he calls it the paradigm uh, uh, shift. And it's just very, it's, it's intriguing at best. That's all I'm going to say. So as we look at this, and I look at Donald Trump as, and let's say he's Jehu, he fits the description of Jehu perfectly. Yeah. Uh, and here's what we know about Jehu. Jehu comes in. He's amazing. He's not a politician. He's a businessman. Comes out of nowhere, wins the election, uh, becomes king of Israel, and and uh, uh, saves Israel. But somewhere along the line, Jehu goes bad. And then there's a massive detriment. As I'm looking at this, is Donald Trump like Jehu in every aspect? I don't know. We're going to find out, but I was doing some research and I, and I shared this with you this morning. So this is where I'm going to like step out and just go, okay, this is kind of what gives us thoughts, not facts, mm -hmm. but thoughts. Directions of pondering. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Directions of pondering. I love that. And so there's this video that talks about what Trump has done so it, it talks about laws that were signed uh in into law back in 2000 so it had nothing to do with trump but they were signed in in 2000 and now it's moving forward as it's moving forward we're we're, we're watching those unfold now that were put in place in 2000 and now trump is supposedly supposed to make this happen if it happens the way they're talking about Dude, it, this could easily be leading us into the tribulation period. Yeah, I, I call that. I use. I've been using the word segue. It's a musical term, but it, it's kind of from where we are to where we know we're going to be. And I think that is definitely happening. I'm inquiring to the Lord. What, what does Trump have to do with this? Mm -hmm. uh, this is way bigger than Donald Trump. This yeah, is and, way... and, and I, we're not, I'm not. Listen, when I finish talking, understand right up front. I'm not calling him. The Antichrist, I'm not even saying, listen, I'm not even saying that, that he is knowledgeably setting up for the Antichrist to come. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm just simply saying he's doing things that could be an amazing segue into um, the tribulation. We know it's going to happen, and the personalities are secondary. There's, an, there's 
God told us <clears throat> that there will be a global government, mm-hmm. okay, at the time of the end. And and now let me hold on, hold that thought just for a second. So what I showed you today, all documentation. This mm-hmm. isn't hearsay. These are documentations that that I showed you this morning. That's happening. Is that um, on the agenda? If Trump wins this battle that we're about to go through in America, uh, if he wins the battle, then he has all this other stuff in place where he sets up peace all around the world or sets things in place to set up peace all around the world. We do know from the scripture that there will be a temporary peace in the early part of the tribulation. And I believe that what we're seeing now is truly a setup for that. And, you know, peace is a good thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's been the um, uh, the former administration. There were so many uh, innocent Muslim people that died all across the Middle East. And that seems to have pretty much ended. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a good thing. But the prophets kind of told us what to expect. And I think that's what we're seeing now. Uh, well, and, and I watched a video that I showed you that I didn't know until last night. I had heard about it a few months ago uh, or a month ago, whatever it's been, but I, I, I just blew it off. I didn't think much of it. I haven't seen that information yet. Just uh, I've heard about it. Some people texting me in, uh, late last night asking if I know about it, and I did not. Uh, but I do know that God is on the throne. I do know uh, prophetically God brought his people home, the Jews, They've retaken their holy city, Jerusalem. We do know that the world has become like Sodom and Gomorrah again. We do know, Jesus said at the time of the end, it'll be as the days of Noah were, right in this text. So also shall the coming of the Son of Man be, verse number 37, right in front of my face here. And so all of that is together. Now, what I find exciting and kind of frightening as a, as a citizen, kind of frightening as a papa, I want the, I want a really healthy, fantastic, sweet, safe world for my eight grandchildren Amen. to grow up in. Yeah. I, I'm a little nervous about that. I, I, we're fa- all together. We're facing some unknowns. There is a battle between God and Satan. That's mm-hmm. nothing new. Right. Uh, but the prophetic uh, issues, the prophetic events are lining up. And we've been watching that for years and years and years. And now we're on unprecedented days, deceiving and being deceived. Boy, I'm getting a hundred things a day. Yeah, and you don't even know I what's truth know. anymore. I don't know what is true. So one of the one of the things I was telling you that I didn't know and I watched a video of this morning is that they emptied the Queen's castle. Yeah. The um uh, I saw it in England when I was there. What's it called? The, it's it's the royal residence. Yeah. in, in England yeah. they've they've taken all of the artwork. I saw the video and it, why are they doing that? And and supposedly boarded. And I say supposedly because I'm definitely going to have to investigate more. But they boarded it up. Now here's what I learned from that. What's happening here in America? There's repercussions all over the world. There was Pakistani issues that I've had friends. Uh, that uh, from I Pakistan who contacted their relatives mm-hmm. back home to verify 
And all I'll say is this: something big has happened in Pakistan. Something big has happened well, you know, in you know, Italy. Forty percent of Pakistan was put in a blackout. Right. Yeah. That's right. And 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 apparently it was put into a blackout to stop more things from from progressing. And I'm and I'm not even. Gonna, I'm just saying. Apparently, it's just. But but I mean, it's big things are moving. Where I'm where I'm at right now is I'm I'm so confused by the specifics, mm-hmm. but the general are so clear. That's the th- something. That is what that is what we need to pay attention to. Forget the specifics. The specifics can change night and day. The specifics uh, change like a baby's diaper, man, right? I mean, listen, one day it's wet, next day it just absolutely stinks. I mean, it, just, it is what it is. But if we deal in the general, the general will allow us to see verse 32 of 33. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something's the general. happening in Pakistan. Something's happened in Italy. Right. Yeah, uh, something's happening uh, around the world. I'm hearing there's UN troops that have been invited in, two hundred fifty thousand that Nancy Pelosi has invited to come in to help bring the peace. And I don't well, know they, if that's true they or volunteered. Not. Yeah, yeah, to Pelosi. And I hear that. I don't know if that's true, right, right. but it's interesting. Well, and why does? Why, here's a question for you. That let's just say it's for a moment. It's true. Just pretend. Why would the UN, who's supposed to help protect us, offer two hundred fifty thousand troops to take us down? Yeah. And it's not us down; it's In, Trump down. But it takes us down with it. See, it's the United, it's the globalist movement right. giving everything they've got. And there again, I'm insecure about. Is that really a fact? It would fit my eschatological position because I know it's moving towards globalism. So we see... And, and, and did you notice the pace that started picking up about two, three weeks ago? I mean, listen, I'm talking about... When, when, we, when we talk about sin and, and just blatant, like all of a sudden, they don't even... Nobody hides it anymore. It's just sin in your face. Yeah. The level of, of hate, the level of attack. Unbelievable. Uh, somebody disagrees with you, it isn't... Oh well, I'll consider those facts. It's immediate, uh, immediate hate and attack and uh, labeled as names, and uh, some of us have done our homework on uh, the history of fascism, the history right. of uh, co- um, communism, and they are the thought police. It is 1984. They do shut down, and that's what really troubles me. Right now, maybe more than anything, is the the loss of the First Amendment and the declared purpose of some on on the left to they're even talking about internment camps for people like me. Right, I might wind up finishing up my journey as a in, as a jail chaplain. You know, I've been in the jail for thirty <laughs> years. What's just might as well stay over. Right, right. So hey, captive audience, yeah. baby. But just kind of putting this in the big picture is. Big things are happening like never before in my life, and I'm struggling to connect the dots because I want people right. to be prepared. I want people to be trusting in the Lord. So the whole reason that I was putting on Facebook, uh, some of the things that I put on Facebook, is because I love people so much that I want them to know the truth. And they're like, well, how do you know that what you're saying is actually going to happen? And I tell them, you know, uh, things are unfolding. It gives the very appearance as we speak of everything unfolding. 
some of the things that we're seeing are unprecedented and they're happening. Now, the mainstream media is not showing it, but if you look behind the curtain, uh, you see things going on uh, that are prepping for the show. And, you know, because if you got people sitting in the seats of the theater, they don't see behind the curtain. They only see what they want you to see in the play. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, they're like ants behind the curtain setting it all up. Well, what we do is we look behind the curtain to get as much of a glimpse as we can get. And it's not always good. And some you got to cipher through it. But as, as we are uh, looking through this, and I tell people, listen, um, here, here's what I know. If they're right on the time frames that I'm hearing, which is we're going to have a struggle for about two weeks with uh, electricity being questionable, some upheaval going on, in, in the, and it's really mainly going to be where the bigger cities are. The more rural areas aren't going to see much at all, uh, but the big city areas are going to see a whole lot. And so I said, listen, here's what I want you to do. Get two weeks worth of food in your house, dry food, things that, that you don't have to cook uh, or refrigerate just in case you That's good need counsel, it. even if things aren't going crazy. Right. Uh, make sure your, your fuel tanks are f- filled up on your, on your uh, vehicles. Get an extra five gallons of gas or 10 gallons of gas and put in a can and just sit it beside the house. And, uh, and get cash money in your pocket. And, and uh, that way, if... If things should go down and, and electricity is down, you're, you're not going to be able to use a credit card, but you still may need to purchase something. And you never know down the road or from your neighbor, you can buy something. So you have, you have some cash to do that with. And I said, you know, if I'm wrong, it's cost you nothing. It's cost you nothing. You got food in your house, gas in your car, money in your pocket. If I'm right, you have food in your house, gas in your car, money in your pocket. You you don't lose a thing. The only one jeopardizing their sanity or making people question who they are in, in society are you and I trying to warn them. Mm-hmm. But but everything we're telling them to do is prepare as if it's a snowstorm. <laughs> prepare as if as if we're, we're going to have an issue and it's going to last for two weeks and you want to make sure you're ready. If the, if the water, if the floods come, you're ready. If the snow yeah. comes, you're ready. Yes. The Bible says, be you ready for such a time, time. as you think not the son of man cometh. Yeah. So you have a level of physical preparedness and I I'm struggling. I'm, I'm all set on that. I'm always all oh, set on that. Yeah. But, so uh, are you ready for this? Check. I, I had, I told my church when COVID hit, I saw it coming. And I, I had a meeting after service and I said, Hey guys, listen, this is what I'm seeing coming. Okay. So I want you to go out starting today and I want you to get food and put it in your house. And I want you to get two months worth of food in your house and some money, cash money put away. And, uh, that way, if anything ever happens, you're okay. You know, you, you, you can, you got something to fall back on. I was talking to a young lady in my church yesterday who did that? She listened and uh, she said, you know, pastor, it's not just for hard time or not just for what may come like now. She said, but uh, my husband and I, we, we kind of ran into some hard times financially, which I didn't know. And, uh, and we had to sit back and go, she said, normally we'd say, do we buy groceries or do we pay the light bill? She said, but you know what? We had we two ready. months worth of food. So we didn't have to make the decision. We already had food. We paid the light bill and life was good. Money started coming back in again and we replenished the food that we used. And we, we rotate the stock. 
Dude, that's just wisdom. Yeah, that's that's basic. That's where I find myself drifting back to the basics yeah. right now. A little yeah. confused what's going on. It's and so funny that God put you and I in the same place because last night I made the same decision. Yeah, my wife made it a little bit before me. <laughs> She's a little <laughs> smarter than I am. But you know what? We have a Savior. We're just going to be at his feet. We're going to worship yeah. our way. We're going to praise our way. We're going to pray our way through what's happening. Uh, Psalmist David said, I've been young, I've been old, but I've not seen the righteous forsaken or his seed begging bread. I'm watching very closely. I do believe that the mainstream media is a smokescreen. I do believe that there's a great delusion, a great deception going on. I'm not going to get into the details of what right. that may or right. may not be because I don't have those figured out. Well, and that's what I was talking about on the on the uh, the castle over in, in uh, uh, England is we're seeing things on what shuts down the queen of so many countries. It's crazy. What yeah. we're watching is unprecedented. We, and, 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 the, but we'd only speculate. Yeah. It's something you just said a moment ago is like, things are happening so quick. Of course, in that chapter, Jesus talked about as a woman in travail. So also shall it be in the, in the time of the end, a woman's, uh, water breaks usually suddenly. I mean, you kind of know it's coming, but you don't know when. It could be over a course of really over about five weeks. It right. could be a month earlier, but you know it's going to happen, and then and uh, and then and then it's game on. And contractions start slow, and then they go faster and harder, faster and harder. You think back to last March, we were, you know, planning out a year. Then you, man. then COVID hit, and then then COVID uh, was the beginning. And, and well, even before that, there was the and the election uh, was birth. There was the impeachment uh, failure. Then COVID hits right on. I think it was the same day. Uh, then we have the Minnesota thing and all the riots begin. And that was heartbreaking because I, I love black people. I don't want anybody to well, suffer. You know what, what, what really gets me is all the riots, all the burning down of the cities. Uh, there were over 25 people killed in, in that, uh, the, the various riots in the seven, last seven months. Um, uh, cities destroyed people in in what was what was that in San Francisco wherever where they had yeah, uh, Chaz uh, I think they called little, it I think it was in Seattle the little or Seattle yeah, city yeah. within the city yeah you do you know they were going in and and first off they put a wall around their neighborhood lawlessness <laughs> lawlessness they were going in and and what the media wasn't telling you was the guys that were running the, the the new police in there uh if the people weren't submitting to them they were going in brutalizing them raping yeah, yeah. killing brutalizing um it was horrible it wasn't exactly the city of love that they they labeled it but just watch but the media wasn't telling you no, about no no it. that's the media is the smoke screen for sure and that's where we have to always go back to the scripture but but my whole point was None of those were ugly, horrible riots. It wasn't until... But they were peaceful protests. They were peaceful well. protests. And it wasn't until um, uh, the run on the Capitol that, oh, now now we got... It's, it's hate. It's horrible. It's the worst. Yeah. It's, and I'm going, come on, guys. You know, okay, if you want to report it, report both sides. Yeah. Please. I um I was there and I saw what went down and uh, we were both I, there. I was even, I was right there with you. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I don't even want to. I'm not really ready to even talk about that because that that's insignificant. What is going on is a great deception. We know that because the scriptures tell us. So I don't want to be part of the great deception. And what I need to be is at the feet of Jesus, worshiping, praying for wisdom, listening, quick to hear. The Bible says. 
slow to speak. Right. Let let things uh, things are going to unfold no matter what I think or, or anyone thinks. Things are going to unfold. They are going to continue to head in the biblical, prophetic, eschatological order that the Bible said uh, would happen. We're yeah, the- if, if anybody really wants to know what's coming, read Matthew chapter 24. Just keep yeah. it simple. Read I mean, Revelation. Yeah, read, well, Revelation might freak some people out. Yeah. Well, but, things are freaking people out, so I might get a biblical yeah, freak like, out <laughs> rather than a, than a news freak out. Right? You know? That's a good point. That's and, a great point. And just rush to the feet of Jesus and you'll be fine. Well, uh, what I want to read is I want to finish reading... Uh, 36 through th- uh, 44. You're trying to comfort people. I'm, I'm trying to, uh, well, and if, if nothing else, if nothing else, give you a window to look out. Uh, oh, that's good, Johnny. I like that. That's very good. So in verse 36, it says, but of the day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, but my father only. I love that. But as the days of Noah were, so also will be the coming of the son of man be. And you, you, you alluded to, or spoke somewhat of it in, in a, a earlier podcast that is, is, I don't, I don't know that I've put it up yet, but we've, we talked about that. Verse 38, for as in the days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark there's going to be a moment because right now everybody's just going about their business, a little frustrated with COVID wearing the mask on and so forth. By the way, the masks were nothing but to dehumanize people so that, that you didn't look at them as people anymore. Cause it's real hard to kill someone that's smiling at you or uh, that's sad when all you see is an eye, you know, you have a tendency to forget that's a real person. At any rate, I digress on that. And, and so, uh, uh, was what this talks about is you're going to go on about your life acting like there's nothing going on. And if you, if you notice that's, what's been happening, the government, our country, everything falling apart. And the majority of the people are going around like it's everyday business, nothing going on. And they're marrying and they're giving in marriage and, uh, uh, they're eating and drinking and just like, I'm just sick of it. It'll go away. It will not go away. It will continue to get worse. Here we go. Verse 39. Uh, uh, So until the day that Noah entered the ark and did not know until the flood came and took them all away. So also will the coming of the son of man be guys. Listen, here's why we do the podcast so that you hear the gospel, you hear the truth, you know what's going on. Not so much going on in the world because the truth is there are some things we just got to wait until it happens and then it happens and that's why we call it news. Old news, new news. When it happens, it'll be new news. But here's what some people have thrown away and discarded as old news and irrelevant news and that is that the Son of Man is going to show up one day and when he does, it's going to be like a lightning strike where'd that come from? I didn't expect it. And it's going to be too late. And so I, we just want you to know, uh, that's why pastor Duke has a pastor Duke podcast. According to John, this is a, a podcast on scripture. His is a podcast on prophecy. Uh, and, and to just look at, uh, if you haven't been on pastor Duke's podcast, you need to do that. Any platform put in pastor Duke, it comes right up. And what he does is he looks at what we see unfolding and then he looks at scripture and if there's a comparison he connects the dots for you 
try to with yeah. the best of my ability the, the main issues that people are facing and i think you do an amazing job with it well i'm thankful and i appreciate you uh so much my mentor <laughs> my uh editor uh my uh, i edited one where i went Oh, Duke, please. No, I'm kidding. Like, you, you do great, and then all of a sudden, uh, you, you get excited. I up, up with my words. So. <laughs> or, you, or you'll get excited, and you go, yeah, and Jesus is coming over now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I go, now, only Jesus can <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd like to just kind of summarize, because I know we're, we're, we're wrapping this up. People are calling me constantly, and, and, and I, I'm glad that I'm, I'm, I take it seriously. I appreciate it. I just tell people, I, I told my wife this morning, Jesus is big. He's good. He loves us. He's got this. Yes. These are the days that yes. he told us would come. They're here. He's not calling us to figure all this out. He's called us. To He's calling us to, to do our job. He's called us to Matthew love Matthew 28, people. 19, yeah. 20. Keep our eyes on him. Love people fervently. Be disciples. Uh, share the blessed hope. I don't know what's going on out there. I don't know if America is going to fall into... Uh, socialism and communism. I don't know even who my who the president's going to be on the twentieth. Uh, there's a contested election. I know that uh, if Trump would have won the election, that it would have been contested. There's there's two. There's a battle going on, and I think there's some good people on both sides of that fence. Uh, I, I, I'm I gonna love. Listen, everybody. I was listening. I was listening to. A, I can't remember his name, and his name has escaped me. Um, but he said this. He said, "You know, there's a lot of good people just caught up in a bad system." Yeah, 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 absolutely. And I agree with that. There's a lot of good people in our government, uh, in the world, just caught up in a bad system. Yeah, you know, I, I, a phrase I'm leaning on now. I've used for years. When you don't know what to do, you know what not to do. We're not <laughs> going to be violent. I'm not going to go out and join some kind of a militia and go out and try to uh, uh, help advance some kind of a political thing. Jesus kind of stayed out of the fray of all that. He was focused on the cross. Well, you remember and, when we went, when we went to DC, excuse me, we went to DC and, and as we're heading back from, from when president Trump was speaking, we left early. We, we, when he said uh, he was, in, he was in the midst of talking. And then I said, Hey guys, it's time to go. We were all in agreement. It's time to go. So we started heading out just to get out of the crowd. Six hours, no potty break. It's time to go. Yeah, <laughs> go. 67 years old. Do that math. <laughs> and, uh, and so, so we're like, okay, let's head down. So we're heading down constitution Avenue, heading toward the Capitol. As we're getting closer to the Capitol, we're watching some things unfold and you could clearly see some of it was not good. Could feel the evil. We had a, a former New York City undercover uh, detective, brilliant, brilliant man of God, oh, who dude, stopped I, us. He is so good. He explained to us, uh, "This is a staging area, and something's going to happen." And so we were just trying to get out of there. Uh, we know what we experienced: those six hours of prayer and praising right. and kindness. It was so good. It was. It was. It was great. It was you just kind of sweetest. Sensed. It was the sweetest spirit, and it didn't start going down until you got right up to the Capitol, yeah. and you could you could feel the tension. You knew something was going to hit, and it was all explained to us by yeah. our our. Um, and you could see it. You could see there was a whole group of people. At any rate, you could see, and our first thought was, we don't want to be a part of this, yeah, because you knew. You could feel it. You could cut it in the air. Something bad is about to happen because we were watching the staging area. We were watching things unfold. And so what we did when we got to the Capitol, 
we hooked a left and went straight to uh, Union Station. Got out of Dodge. Got out of Dodge. And we weren't out of Dodge long. Minutes. Yeah. One of the things I found interesting <clears throat> while we were there is they uh, uh, blocked everyone's phone. They turned everyone's phones off. First time I've ever experienced that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I know that they did it because I sent my wife a text and then, uh, and, it's, and it's on my phone. She didn't get it, but it's on my phone and it's timed. And then three hours later, she sends me a text. Did you guys even make it there yet? What's going on? But I didn't get it until we got out. And then the phone starts blowing up. And I'm like, she never got anything. But but when we were there, we were trying to text and call our wives and whatnot. And, and we couldn't even get out because uh, they literally, they blocked the signals. Yeah, It was just, yeah. you, could, you could sense... You knew something wasn't good. My whole point was this. So as we get up to the Capitol building, we you could clearly visibly see uh, it was it was starting to tense up. Antifa was showing up, and all of a sudden you start hearing uh, the Trump supporters yelling uh, "F Antifa." I mean, you're you're like you're you're hearing it like so. You knew they're okay. Here they are. You watch them come in. You're watching them. Uh, uh, it was just amazing how those uh, five or six. White buses with no uh, writing on them kind of got right up to the base of the Capitol. Escorted right in. Yeah, they were. It was a staged situation. And so our goal was not to stay there and watch what happened, because you knew something bad was coming. So we left. We we just hooked a left, went straight to Union Station, and got out of town. That is what the Bible references when he says you can see things unfolding, just pay attention. And as you're watching them unfold, no, you can know, listen, we're not silly, man. Uh, people can see and witness. You understand too. You can go somewhere in a store and see evil come through that store. And all of a sudden you're grabbing your children and you're moving them closer to you. And you're trying to stay. That, it's, that's what happens. And so in the end times, this is what we're seeing. We know bad's going to happen. We know it's unfolding. Uh, we know there's a battle for the presidency. We know there's a battle on the news front. And it's worldwide. The battle is worldwide. I, had, I, had, I don't mean to interrupt you. I'm sorry. I had a guy say, uh, he posted, and it was a result of my post. Uh, those who think America is in the end, uh, uh, prophecy of America is in the last days is foolish. Well, dude. We can look and see what's happening around the world. I'm not saying it's just America. I'm saying worldwide, like you just said, worldwide, you're watching prophecy unfold. Yeah, that's exciting part. And I've, I, I want to just close out my thoughts today and I'll turn it over to you. Um, I know what I know what to do. I'm just going to be at the feet of Jesus. I'm going to love people fervently. I'm going to keep my ears open. I'm going to listen. I'm going to be swift to hear, slow to speak. I'm going to love people fervently. I'm going to be pointing people to Jesus. Yeah. He's the Savior. If you don't have him in your heart, I think it's a great time to let go and let God ask you to forgive you of your sins. I think it's and save you. the perfect time. <laughs> if you are a believer, uh, rejoice when you begin to see all these things come to pass because your redemption draws nigh. How this is going to unfold, is there going to be martial law? Are things going to be shut down? Who's our president going to be? I don't know who our president's going to be, but I know who my king is. Amen. Yeah, and because anything for you and I is speculation on who's going to be the president. But here's what I 
know. I know scripture. I know scripture is truth. As we look at this and it says, for as the days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark and did not know until the flood came and took them all away. So also will the coming of the son of man be guys. You can deny what's going on in the world, but it doesn't change the fact that it's going on. You can say you don't want to hear it, but it doesn't change the fact that it's going on. You can say you don't want to see it, but it doesn't change the fact that it's going on. We are in a battle of good and evil, unprecedented, like never before. Amen. And it's going to hit the majority of the world like the flood in the time of Noah. And by the time it does, it's going to be too late. I want to encourage you that the scriptures go on in verse 40, 42 says, watch therefore, for you do not know what hour your Lord is coming, but know this, know this, understand this, that if the master of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into. Therefore, you also be ready for the son of man is coming at an hour you do not expect. I want to tell you that if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and you think on your deathbed that you're going to repent and ask Christ to forgive you and then at that point you'll go to heaven because right now you want to live the life you want to live. Understand this. You may not have that opportunity for you know not the hour that you'll take your last breath. I ask you, I beg you, I implore you Today is the day of salvation, as Corinthians says. Now is the time. You don't know the hour. Don't gamble with your eternity. The Bible says that Jesus Christ is the Lord of all and the Savior of all and the only way to heaven. If that is your wish, if you believe, here's what you have to believe. Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins. He's the Savior of the world. He conquered death and hell, and he's at the right hand of the Father today. The Bible says that's the gospel. And if you believe that in your heart, not your head, you will be saved. For with the heart, man believes unto righteousness. And with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. You can't be good enough. You're not good enough. You'll never be good enough. That's why Jesus Christ had to die and shed innocent blood, his innocent blood, for your guilty blood, for my guilty blood. And so the only way is that you have to believe, Savior of the world, died on the cross, conquered death and hell, is at the right hand of the Father, I didn't ask you to understand it. Simply the Bible says we have to believe it, and then understanding comes after we believe. I encourage you, ask God to show you Jesus. And then when he does, you give your heart to him. If not, you'll be as those in the days of Noah, and you'll be caught up in the flood, and it'll be over, and you will spend eternity away from God, and away from God is in hell. That's what the Bible says. We see all of it happening now. We're as close to the end days as we've ever been with obvious signs. Please don't play with your future. Fix it now. Solidify it now. Just simply believe unto Jesus with your heart and then confess him with your mouth. I hope that you do that. I hope that this podcast has helped you. I hope that you make a decision. Pastor Duke, I hope. It's all about Jesus. He did all he can do. He's coming back. He wants you to be with him. Yeah, guys, listen, uh, we don't know what's going on, but we know the one who knows what's going on. I pray that you give your life to him. 
God bless. And until next week, may God richly bless your soul.